Witam from BA. This is the Rorschach Poland update from the 14th of March 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Poland. On Wednesday the 8th, Mateusz Morawiecki, Polish Prime Minister, met with his counterpart in Saudi Arabia. The Prime Minister was among those who visited Saudi Arabia with President Duda. He said that Saudi Arabia was a vital energy partner for Poland, especially amid the energy shortage because of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. He also emphasized the importance of Poland in food exports to Saudi Arabia. Reporters stated that the visit was important because it could diversify Poland's partners for energy security. Speaking of energy, Poland will continue to receive liquefied natural gas, or LNG, from the United States. On Saturday the 11th, the country received its first shipment of liquefied natural gas. A ship arrived in the Schwinoche port, and it carried 70,000 tons of LNG to the country. This equals the weekly consumption of all households in Poland. Currently, it also receives LNG from countries like Qatar and Norway, so as to strengthen its energy security. Despite the risk of an energy shortage, there was good news too. Adam Glapinski, the chief of the Polish Central Bank, stated that there is no risk of recession in Poland for 2023. On Thursday the 9th, he stated that Poland will avoid a recession this year and inflation is very likely to fall to single digits. The yearly inflation rate in Poland was about 17% in January. He said that they accept the rate will fall to almost 7% by the end of the year. On Monday the 13th, Jacek Ozdoba, a Polish deputy climate and environment minister, said that Poland is no longer Europe's waste yard. Jacek Ozdoba attended a news conference in Warsaw and he explained the government's electronic system to oversee transports in the country called SENT. He stated that the SENT system monitors the transport of goods from and to the country, which also includes waste. He said that this system helps control the transport of waste. In this way, Poland is no longer a place for garbage coming from Europe. The country not only manages to deal with its own challenges, but also successfully supports war-torn Ukraine. On Thursday the 9th, President Andrzej Duda said that Poland was ready to provide MiG-29 fighter jets to Ukraine. Duda had an interview with CNN and he declared Poland can hand over their Soviet-made MiG-29 jets to Ukraine as part of an international coalition. He believed that Ukraine had very competent pilots to operate those jets. Previously, reporters stated that Poland was ready to give fighter jets if other NATO allies agree on such a decision. Let's move on to internal affairs news. On Thursday the 9th, TVN24, the US-owned private television channel in Poland, claimed that St. John Paul II the late Polish Pope of the Catholic Church, covered up child abuse in the church. TVN24 claimed that the late Pope hid child abuse in the church when he was Archbishop of Krakow in the 1970s. 
As a reaction, the ruling party issued a draft resolution to the parliament to support his name and honor. Rafael Bohanek, a spokesman for the ruling party, stated that there was no evidence for the claims and he emphasized the importance of the Pope for Poland and for the world. On the same day, the foreign ministry summoned the United States ambassador to the ministry building to discuss the activities of TVN24. The foreign ministry said that they had informed the ambassador about the malicious activities of one of the television channels. The statement emphasized that these actions affected Polish society negatively and decreased Poland's resilience against threats. Reporters stated that the reason for the summoning of the ambassador was TVN24's claims about the late Polish Pope. The country is amidst pre-election preparations. On Friday the 10th, the ruling Law and Justice Party, or PIS, declared that they had started their nationwide tour before the elections. Jarosław Kaczynski, the leader of the party, said that they will start their tour on Saturday the 11th and engage with the public. The party's leader, the prime minister and the MPs of the party will have a lot of meetings with the citizens. Also, he said that their party policies have always been created according to the wishes of Poles and their needs. On Friday as well, two opponent parties also started their nationwide tour. The leading figures of the Poland 2050 Party and the Polish People's Party have initiated a joint nationwide tour ahead of the elections. The leaders of the two parties said that it is not enough to be against the ruling party, they should work hard. The two parties stated that they are working on a shared list and on a possible coalition together. On Tuesday the 14th, President Andrzej Duda ratified a change to the electoral code. However, the preparations for the next election keep going. Reporters stated that the change will promote more participation in the election. The bill dictates that local authorities must provide public transportation to the voting centers. Also, towns with fewer than 500 residents will have electoral commissions where people can vote. When the government successfully implements changes to the electoral code, the abortion law stays solid. On Friday the 10th, the parliament rejected a new abortion bill. Previously, a group of activists led by Kaya Godek submitted a proposal to make the country's current abortion law even stricter. The activities claimed that abortion-related assistance grew recently and they demanded imprisonment also for those who helped people get abortions. In the parliament, the MPs of the ruling party and some others rejected the bill with a majority. Rafał Bohanek, a spokesman for the ruling Law and Justice Party, said that adopting the bill would encourage new demands from the far left on the abortion law. The country not only prepares for elections, but also celebrates two important dates. On Wednesday the 8th, the Prime Minister attended a conference for International Women's Day in Warsaw. He stressed that the government would issue almost $230 million to help women establish businesses. 
he also emphasized some other services that they have been providing, such as healthcare, more income opportunities and better positions in society for Polish women. On Sunday the 12th, the country marked its 24th year in NATO. The Polish Defense Ministry and NATO issued celebration tweets emphasizing the importance of Polish commitment to NATO since the country joined it on the 12th of March 1999. The Defense Ministry stated that they plan to build the strongest army in Europe following the invasion of Ukraine. In unrelated news, On Monday the 13th, a policewoman tried to use her authority when she was drunk. A policewoman in Kolbushova went to a party with her friends and she arrived drunk at home in the end. Then she realized her neighbor was being loud at her home party. She wanted to implement public order with her authority. Her neighbors did not obey her instructions because she was drunk. After she asked for reinforcements, Other police realized she was making no sense. The police department reported that an investigation is in progress to check her disciplinary liability. And to close this edition, on Monday the 13th, in Krakow, hundreds of people marched to remember the Jews whom Nazi Germans deported from Poland in World War II. The mayor of Krakow and some other organizations held a march to commemorate the events in which Nazi Germans deported Jews and eventually killed them in the Krakow ghetto. Government officials, residents of Krakow and Israel's ambassador to Poland attended the event and they left flowers on the wall of the Krakow ghetto. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way, you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at poland at Do zobaczenia!